Welcome to the Disco Wear podcast, the only podcast co-hosted by a man in his 30s wearing Mario pants with a hole in. My name is Chris and... Ashley. I'm Ashley. That's not me. That's you. That's you, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> You're a dick. Why? That's, the, that's not me. Oh, <laughs> God. <sighs> Chris is a dick, everybody. Hello. Why? How are we all? Why? How are you doing, Chris? <laughs> no, we're leaving it there. You're a dick. We're moving on. How are you? <laughs> With my holy pants. I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm, yeah, a bit flustered, a bit thrown by that one. It was a very off-kilter. <laughs> Off-brand. <laughs> yeah, weird. That was a weird one. Why? Thank you for that. You, I don't know. I'm smiling after it, so that must be that must be good. <laughs> it's one of the more successful ones, then. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe. I didn't like the insinuation that I was the one with Mario Holy, holy Mario pants. Hey, you've got Mario mugs. I do. Very nice. Very nice mugs they are, too. I'll ask you how you are, haven't I? We don't need to do that again. You think you said you were all right. But... What do we need to do to start off the episode? Uh, Find out where the game is, presumably. Oh, no, I know. (laughs) Hey, you lot that are listening to this, how about going on your respective platform that you're listening to us on and liking us or sharing our podcast with somebody that you know that might like us or even leaving a review to say how much you like us? And hopefully it's like really loads because that would be nice i i hope that i don't push people to leave horrible reviews that say how much they don't like us that wouldn't be very nice at all i'd cry yeah we just delete those ones can we delete those ones no we don't have any control over what goes on the internet right well i'll i've been categorically told in fact that i'm not allowed to remove anything off the internet ever mm, okay by the I'll, internet people i'll figure out how to remove any bad ones i'll i'll, I'll leave that to me i'll sort it out the only way that you'd be able to remove bad ones is if you're the one writing them in the first place so oh. what I would suggest is don't write them in the first place. That that makes complete sense. Okay. Yes. So this week's game, it is this game where you play as a man with a mushroom obsession. It's a remaster of a previous generation game and it's like a greatest hits compilation. Right. Okay. So we're going for a, this is a new one and presumably it's Super Mario 3D All-Stars Collection. No, no, I know what it is. It's um, Super Mario 3D World. It is. Yes. I was. Yeah. I, was I, trying, I got it wrong and then I got it right. I was trying to do a, an intro that, that didn't make it completely obvious from the off. It's a, yeah. It's, a, it's really hard doing those ones, isn't it? The Marios and the Sonics and yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I feel for you. I feel your Thanks. pain. This is the new Switch remaster that is, at the time of recording, is new, new. Mm. So, yeah, we should probably say this is a this is one of the episodes that we're doing as a as a bit of a backup. So you might be listening to this in like 2025 or something. But for us, Super Mario 3D World is new or yeah. new for the second time. It's not new. So I wanted to talk about it tonight because I finished the Bowser's Fury part of it this afternoon, which I want to talk about because you've not played that but I'm I'm still wading through the main game itself and it's going to be a long slog to get to the end for reasons we'll talk about uh, during mm. the episode. But it's a game I am really enjoying. This is now, we're now getting it for two months after the game's come out and I've pretty much played this exclusively since it came out and th- there's a lot of content here, but I know it's a game you have played as well. So hopefully we'll be able to have a, a bit of lovely back and forth about the game. Yeah. So I was one of the eight or nine people around the world that bought a Wii U. And I was lucky enough in doing that that they released Super Mario 3D World for the first time on that console that very few people will be aware of, I imagine. I remember when this came out, people say how fantastic it was. It's just, it's like it you is. said, it's just that no one played it. Yeah, the Wii U actually sold, I think it was 14 million consoles, uh, the Wii U, 
managed which is not very many and the switch out sold it i think in its first year yes that as opposed familiar. to four years worth of sales for the wii u it's a real shame because there were a lot of gems on the on the wii u fortunately or unfortunately for me they've all pretty much now made their way onto the switch mm. as remasters or special editions or or whatever i think nintendo just thought, thought we've made all these good games that nobody's played so we need to try and give them what they what they deserve which is fair enough. The game itself, Mario 3D World, is, despite the name, it's kind of halfway between a 2D Mario game and a 3D Mario game, and it sits very comfortably in between both of those. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think even more so, it feels like a halfway house between 2D Mario and Super Mario 64, is what I would say, with a zoomed-out camera. Yeah, I think it's definitely more akin to the 2D Mario games than the 3D ones. For, for lots of reasons which we'll talk about during the episode and i think it's probably for my money although maybe not more so than mario 3 i think it is mm, also maybe not more so than mario world it's it's a very good 2d mario game there we go. that's what i was trying to say but i, ca- I kept putting caveats in there well it's called super mario 3d world yeah which point but you keep calling it a 2d mario and i just don't think there yeah, is I- so you might have to clear up why you think of it that way for mm. me sooner rather than later all right then so i'm interested in the thinking so lots of levels are well all the levels are 3d exploration you've got a a space to explore but they're not as grandiose and wide and they're not sandboxy yeah they're more tracks to traverse yeah and also some levels are 2d with a there are 2d elements within 3d world Thank you. Yes, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, some of the levels are 2D elements within a 3D world. And while it is looking, looks like 3D, etc., you are going from left to right. So it has that traditional structure of um, old Mario games. Mm. But those are fairly few and far between, I would say. Does every level move left to right? I never noticed that. No, it doesn't. No, oh, okay. it's just... <laughs> I'm just really struggling to, to try and categorize. I'm really struggling you're to try struggling and... You're struggling to justify what you've said. That's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, it is. And, I, and I'm, making a, I'm making a right mess of it. You are. I'm making a... Let me, let me just jump in then uh, and try and clarify what I was trying to get at. So Super Mario 64 has these... They are sort of sandboxy levels, but every time you jump into a level, you have a distinct goal yeah. that you're trying to achieve. I know that you can achieve them out of order, so you can't, you might jump in to try and get star number one, but end up getting star number four. But for the most part, each star is fairly linear mm-hmm. in what you have to do to get it. At the same time, it's taking place in this 3D world. And I think that's what Super Mario 3D World is doing. So you go into a level, and the aim is to get to the end of the level, which is like a 2D Mario. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, those they don't have divergent goals within a level although saying that they do have sort of bonus exits where you can get to new levels and they do have um certainly green stars in some of the super marios so there is elements of that but for the most part there is a linearity to super mario 3d world that isn't necessarily there when you think of super mario odyssey yeah or to some extent maybe galaxy although galaxy even galaxy's actual when you jump into a level the target that of that level is usually a linear target isn't it yeah you're given one target each time but you go back into the level but you might then have a different target to do but you you can't get them out of order no exactly but yeah it's a so the actual experience of that level for each star or moon not moon uh, for each star is a linear affair yeah 
Um, not not to its detriment. I think that serves to its to the strength of Mario Galaxy and Super Mario sixty four, and actually three D World. Three D World, where I think it takes up two D elements, is that it's got a timer. So Super Mario sixty four doesn't have mm-hmm. a timer. Galaxy doesn't. Galaxy doesn't have timers, does it? I don't think so. No. No. So there's an element of racing on this that makes the linearity come to the fore where where it doesn't in super mario 64 although do you ever race against the timer is the timer ever something in a mario level where you're i have found it to be the case when i've been playing mario world um super mario world on on the snes maybe not in this maybe not in this game although and i do want to talk about this later on the the playfulness of it the way it takes that's why i say it's, it's like a greatest hits compilation it takes mario tropes and then plays with them but yeah, I can think of one off the bat straight away. There are levels. It was really fun when it happened. There are levels where you've got, for example, you start and you've got 100 seconds to get to the end and that's it. So yeah. it does take that timer and do creative things with it. Mm. Yeah. Um, are you thinking when you say about it's um, it, it sort of remixes old 2D elements? So the thing that is there that I think of instantly when i think of super mario brothers is the end flagpole you also have that in 3d world the goal pole i've discovered it's called it's called the goal pole yeah I mean, that's even better um the goal pole i think in in one of the levels on super mario 3d world you reach the goal pole you jump for the goal pole and the goal pole runs away yeah it rem- that was so funny when that happened for me that reminded me of what the goal for the way that you've got these these classic tropes that are established and then it's then subverted i i really enjoyed that level because then the whole level is then chasing to try and get the goal pole and try to outrun it so you can actually touch it loved that bit i thought it was so fun and silly one thing that i think does make this link to a 2d mario game for me is the map screen oh yeah the overworld type thing mm. overworld thank you yeah. the overworld is this big map and you've got you, you, you go through and you access levels in the traditional Mario way that you've you physically walk to it. But what I like mm. about the map is that it's then you can find coins on the map. The, there are question mark blocks that you can then jump up and get coins out of. So it's then bringing elements that are ingrained in levels that are then on the map itself. You can also discover secrets. So you can find there might be, for example, a, a strange looking rock formation. You go to it and maybe an, a prompt will appear above uh, your character's head and you press it and then it'll a, a warp pipe will appear that will then take you to a hidden area which reminded me a lot of Mario 3's overview map. Yes, yeah. So the warp whistles and things in Mario yeah. 3, they, they're sort of reminiscent of those little secrets where yeah. uh, certainly in, I think, it, is, it, is it Desert Zone in Mario 3 where you go to the right-hand corner and if oh, you save yes, the hammer... Yeah. You can hammer through, like it, it. You wouldn't know that unless you, like, tried, went out of your way to try. Yeah. But you get through, and you can, and you find a bunch of warp pipes that you can then use to go to new worlds or zones or whatever. I imagine that you and your daughter have absolutely rinsed all of the secrets in this in a way that me and Hannah didn't. We've played through this whole game, as far as we're concerned. But I expect that some of those little little hidden secrets eluded us mm. whereas i bet you found them all well we've played through it on her save and we are mm. so it's interesting to say about this, the secrets and how you categorize completing the game because on her save we have got to the 11th world so there's 11 worlds in this and there's just over 100 levels in total there's a lot of gameplay there within each level you've then got three green stars 
that well basically you complete each level whilst yeah. you move on to the next one as you move through the map you might get to an area or a level that's gated off so you have to get a certain number of green stars to get into that level now green stars are fairly easy to find they're certainly a lot easier to find than the coins in mario wii u deluxe i found the coins or so in mario wii u deluxe you had to get those three star coins in each level yeah, right yeah and essentially in mario 3d world the green stars fulfill the same criteria however i think they're a lot easier to get within each level there are also stamps to find and that then adds this collection and you can unlock a a photo mode where you can then take photos of your gameplay and you can put these stamps over the top of of what you're doing which i've not really thinked about too much but uh, my daughter has had quite a bit of fun with so we're on the 11th world now to complete the game fully to unlock the 12th world and, and mm. that in itself was quite fun because we kept thinking yeah, that on, on the overview map, you've only got five worlds. And when you unlock the, when you complete the fifth world, you then unlock yeah. the sixth world. And then you complete that, you unlock a seventh world. And just yeah. the, the way it kept building and building, I couldn't believe, you know, is, is this game actually, you know, where is the end of this? Yeah. And also the fact that it sort of, you start off on the ground and um, then you end up in the clouds and it just sort of seems to escalate a little bit more and a little bit more with each new successive world. Yes, absolutely. So to get to the 12th world, you have to fulfill a very harsh, I think, criteria to unlock this this final challenge. The final challenge is extremely hard. Uh, me and my daughter have watched some videos of it on YouTube and it is extremely difficult. If you think about Mario Odyssey, the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Um, mm. it, the it's darker that. side of the moon, is darker, yes, that was the, the, the final challenge, yeah. So you have to get, in every single level, you have to, get all three green stars you have to get every single stamp in each level and you have to get a gold flag on each level which you obtain by getting to the top of the gold pole on every single level you also have to complete every single level as every single character which then means playing through every single level five times because you start off with four characters you unlock a fifth character after completing the quote-unquote end game boss which is not the end ends the game there so there's a lot going on there and i don't think we're ever going to get to the point where we are not this 12th world because i don't think we're going to have the gumption to to unlock all those those stamps for getting or the desire or the desire possibly yeah i don't want it to be a game where i i resent playing it no exactly just so that you can get to the end Um, it's a shame that really i can tell you for now that we haven't done that i didn't actually even know that that existed Mm. so that's interesting if that was in the original game then no we haven't done that and i i don't actually having heard what you have to do to unlock it no interest whatsoever i think whenever a game does that to you it's not cool no (laughs) you don't get that very often with mario that kind of locking things behind such awful doors well you said you thought this game was quite easy and having that criteria there makes it far too hard i think yeah yeah well like i say we've not done that and we won't be doing that there's no fun in it is there there's no no fun there no what was it you found easy about the game do you remember (laughs) i don't know how to answer that without just saying the lack of challenge there was there wasn't as much challenge as you'd anticipate so this this is actually a sequel to uh, super mario 3d land which is the the 3ds version of mario for this gen or for that generation and they were very bite-sized, very, very bite-sized mm. levels without real challenge in the same way. And I found the same thing here. I think partly it's that we are so well-versed in Mario that playing this felt very familiar. 
And so with that familiarity came a certain sense of ease. I don't know. That's probably the best answer I can give you. I don't really know where you're driving. Presumably you're going to say, I found it difficult. No, I agree with what you said. I I found it easy, but I've also found it extremely enjoyable to play. And I agree with what you said. Oh, yeah, about I didn't the- use it as an ar- as like a negative at all. And I agree with what you said about the bite-sized levels, which is very reminiscent of 3D Land. I completely agree with that. But I, I and I really liked that. I, I think you did as well. The fact that you've got these worlds. So the first world, for example, is your typical Mario Grassy Plains, etc. But within that, the levels are different. So one level is a circus, for example, which I don't think mm. has appeared in a Mario game previously and it has no ties to that overview which i really like the variety so i I wrote down there's a few like there's um there's a level for example where it's all shadows and you can only see um the the silhouettes of mario or or, or your character on the screen i think they did that in 3d land as well it's been i might be muddling them up i played 3d land when it first came out that was 2011 and i completed that i i did all the challenges and that i'm really proud of myself for doing that but i don't remember much of it at all no i think well you've got a better memory than i have when it comes to these things so i fully admit that i could be muddling them up because the aesthetics of the games and the flow of the games they are very very similar to one another Mm. i think there is there is a more grandiose aspect to 3d world uh, and that that is actually alluded to in the names of the games 3d line 3d world Mm. um it blows everything up in 3d world to a degree that you don't quite get with 3D Land. And also, yes, they are still bite-sized levels, but actually they are extended to match the home console experience that people would expect. I think if people had got 3D Land on the Wii U or on the Switch, um, they would have felt shortchanged. Yes, I agree. I've also realised you saying that, which I'd never noticed before, that it's it surely has to be a link between Super Mario Land and Super Mario World because that had the similar yes, progression. Absolutely. I've, that is exactly yeah. correct. Yeah. This reminds me that that the way the levels work, it reminds me a lot of Mario Galaxy 2. The fact that each new level just throws a different surprise at you. The fa- the variety, it's just it, mm. it really it really has astounded me. Now, we've talked about the goal pole a few times as well. There are and again, this is why I consider this to be a bit of a greatest hits game. You've got, there is a, a huge variety of power-ups in this. So you've got the Tanuki suit from Mario 3 makes a reappearance. You've got the boomerang yeah. suit, you've got the, the fire flower, etc. And then there's, a, there's um, a new one, which is the cat suit. Now, the whole game supposedly takes place in this kind of cat-themed world where you've got Goombas with cat ears and uh, the Koopa Troopers have got cat ears and cat tails as well. So the cat suit um, has this really lovely animation to it where Mario or whichever character you play as when you get the cat suit gambles long on all fours and you can then mm. climb vertically up surfaces so it really does it changes the environments the way you handle them because Mario games traditionally are quite flat so it, it has that well bit. have been traditionally quite flat yes exactly um but then it also um, have the, you seen the animation have you seen the cat animation where they um I don't know how to explain it, where they curl around themselves and then lick their own anus. Is that in the game? Have you seen that one? Yeah. That isn't in the game. You're making that up. It is. It is. How'd you do that? And there's also there's is, also one... Is it an idle animation? Where, yeah. Uh, this one's an idle animation. That one, that one you just have to... So if you spin your character around in the same direction, it can be clockwise or anti-clockwise. If you spin your character around well, enough, well, it then, will go into an auto animation where it licks where where the character licks its anus. Um, and the I if you leave the cat Mario or any character idle for long enough, um, it will lift its tail and spray. Right. Well, I don't think that's true. I, I will try it tomorrow, but I don't think that's true. 
I, you can. You can do that whole spinning around thing. And if you jump, you then do this corkscrew jump in the air, which is really nice. But um, I've, I've not managed yeah, to do you the, don't, you the spraying thing. You just jump. You just keep spinning. Just keep spinning. And it will it will show show you that animation. Right. I'll I'll try that tomorrow. And uh, when it happens and it makes my daughter cry, I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the thing I was driving to with the cat suit was the fact that with the goal pole, if you are in the cat suit, you can then climb up to, to the top of it. climbs up the goal pole. Yeah. It which, felt like a cheat. I think it's great. Oh, yeah. I think it's fun. But it felt like a cheat because uh, obviously when you get it, in Super Mario Brothers, when you get to that goal pole and they had these all these different setups and actually Mario World, when when you get to the ticker tape at the end of a level, they had all these different setups that were spo- were like little mini challenges yeah. in, in the end of the level, uh, end of each level. And so to have a power up suit that allows you to bypass any requirement of skill and just climb to the top, it. As, as satisfying as it was it felt a bit cheaty so i think they did that on purpose i think one of the things that they did with this game was try and put yeah accessibility and fun to the fore mm. and i'm not in any way am i saying i'm not in any way saying that mario games aren't fun i think they are one of the most consistently fun franchises that exists in gaming but i do think that this game in particular really ups the ante on all of that i think that they really tried to center fun and accessibility as you say more than any other mario game one of the levels in the second world i mean you said about the fun side of it it also looks really nice so there's levels that are set in giant cakes there's levels that look like made Mm. of felt and so on but one of those levels in the second world has the double cherry power up so you get this and then suddenly you're controlling two characters that then do the same thing at the same time which is brilliant now it was slightly that the surprise of it was slightly ruined for me and my daughter because we'd play through captain toad and these appearing captain toad but as a power up it's so much fun because because in that in that first level it appears there are either three or four. So uh, if you don't lose any of them, you can have like a little army of Mario's or Luigi's or yeah. whoever, which is visually very satisfying. And again, the fun side of it, you can play this with four players in co-op, which we've we've been playing through primarily with two players, and is really fun. Yeah, I find it difficult to. This is going to lend credence to your assertion that I troll more than i admit to because i find it difficult to resist throwing people off sides or mm. otherwise making them meet their demise yeah i'm not surprised that's partly because i tend to, because again because i'm quite familiar overly familiar with mario games i get through things quicker than people i play these games with and i i feel like you're supposed to interact with the people you're playing with uh, but the only way to interact with them is to pick them up and throw them off sides of of levels i mean you could play and interact with the people by helping them or picking them up and throwing them somewhere How do you help them um like breaking open question mark boxes and there's some power-ups dropped out oh there you go you can have that to be fair it wasn't so much in this game it was more super mario uh, new super mario brothers when uh, when you're running along and if you time your jump right just over uh, an opening you can land on their head and it forces them down into the chasms. That was quite mm. satisfying to do. Yeah, that would wind me right up. If you did that with your daughter, though, that wouldn't be cool. So don't do that. All right. I'm playing with adults. And I've already mentioned, uh, because there was a spin-off game from this, the Captain Toad levels. Now, if you haven't played Captain Toad, mm. uh, these are brilliant. So these are, are very self-contained levels where you play as 
toad who can't jump so therefore the levels are created around that they're, they're almost like a, a little box that you, you sort of explore in puzzle un- boxes yeah yeah exactly i looked into the development of these and when when they were creating them and they wanted to do a spin-off there was some consideration of doing them starring link really yeah but they decided to go with captain toad because they reasoned that having his backpack was the thing that weighed him down that meant he couldn't jump right that's weird and i don't, I don't- I don't know if it was, it was that they considered having the Captain Toad levels in Mario 3D World as having Link, or whether when they wanted to do a spin-off, they wanted the to... The game. Yeah, mm. but th- there was definitely some talk about Link, and then they decided to, to have Captain Toad instead. I'd always assumed that Toad couldn't jump because he didn't have any knees. I didn't realise it was his backpack weighing him down. I just thought it was because he didn't have any knees. <laughs> I mean, maybe Is it's both. Not? Maybe. If you don't have knees, you're going to find it really difficult to jump. Oh, gosh. I, I never thought about that before. But that makes you know, complete it, sense. It would, it would all have to come from the ankles. But he can run, though. Toad. Yeah. Yeah. But his leg, his feet just flap up and down. So, basically, his whole run style is coming from the ankles. It must be really, really hard on him. He is an anthropomorphic mushroom as well. The, the realism maybe isn't there in the first place. No, and well, I suppose what we're we're edging towards is the whole debate over whether his head is his hat or his head is his head. What would you say? It, toad is a toad is a a broken creature. I don't know where he evolved from, <laughs> but the this is you know people could argue this was a was was evidence against evolution Dar- if it were, if it was real. Darwin's transgression. Yes, yeah, very much so. Toad. Captain Toad, Darwin's Transgression. It's the sequel I named was, right there. I always assumed he was a toadstool and, and that was his hat. It, it, that was his head. That's part of him. Surely. Yes. Yeah. But there, there, I don't remember where it came from, but there are implications that, that maybe it's a hat. Oh. It's a weird. And actually, when he takes it off, it's quite harrowing. There is. There are several Mario images that I've seen that are totally unrelated to actual Nintendo creations where they just make horror out of out of the characters. There's a really horrible looking realistic Mario that did the rounds on the internet several years ago. And I'm wondering and there's also I think there's a Kirby with real legs, like proportionate legs. Mm. Like human legs. Sounds harrowing. Well, exactly. That's the word I used. It yeah. was. It was nightmare fuel. Yeah. And Toad without his hat on or head is in the same ballpark. It's like those images of when people have done like The Simpsons in real life and they just look like in, in their eyeballs, they're saying, kill me now. Why am I alive? It, it is the same. It is the same oeuvre. It's probably the same artist. Probably. Yeah. Quite likely. I might see if I can get permission to use one of those as art for this episode. For the episode. <laughs> just a realistic Mario. See if they could see if we can commission the artist to do realistic portraits of us. I mean, I look quite realistic now, don't I? In, in our eyes, saying "kill me now." No, don't My do that. I say that all of the time. <laughs> Even my happy little faces in the on the the art of the episode. Have you not looked in the eyes of that character that Is it I like drew? It, if you zoom in really, really close, yeah, it, it's it says in there. "kill me now." <laughs> A really outdated meme. <laughs> oh, what? what? Oh, yeah, this has taken a real dire turn. I don't yeah. don't like where we are. Let's let's move is, back onto the path. Is there anything else you want to say about Mario 3D World before I move on to Bowser's Fury? No, I'd love to hear about Bowser's Fury. Right. But I also don't want to hear too much about Bowser's Fury because you've you already it. said that you're going to lend it to me. Mm. Uh, and I'd like to play it. So if, if you're finished, that means you can send me it, doesn't it? 
Oh, okay. It's like that. It's it. I'm not finished. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm carrying on 3D World. Oh, don't till... backtrack now. I've got right. it on record. Okay. So, I Bow... expect I expect delivery tomorrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Bowser's Fury is the freebie that was tacked onto this that I suspect was put on to make it more palatable for people that complains that Nintendo were just porting games over. Would you agree with that? Um, yeah. So, there are people complaining about that. Who oh, are they? Yeah. The, oh, the, this, I've read loads of articles over the last couple of years about how uh, there was someone who went through a listed um, all the first party Nintendo games that were on the Wii U and at the points of which it had been written uh, about 90% of them had either been ported or were going to be ported for the yes, Switch okay but who is complaining about that I'm a Wii U owner and I say the more the merrier the, yeah. the better for it because we are 14 million strong and there are 7 billion people in the world there are 80 million is it now Switch consoles have been sold which means that there are 65 million if every single person that bought a Wii U bought us a switch that means there are 65 million potential new players of those games that are stuck on the wii u otherwise yeah so yeah i i think sod the sod the moaners people should be playing those games because they're fantastic hate's gonna hate aren't they as they say yeah so bowser's fury is an interesting experiment i think into where mario games could go into the future it's interesting you've taken that tack as well so everything that i've read about bowser's fury has said that same thing that it is basically a blueprint for the future of mario yeah so the reason i say that is because it obviously is not a full game it's not trying to be a full game it's just a nice little extra but i can see that that would be the approach they take going forward and i see something great yeah and i think it would be brilliant so to what extent is it similar to odyssey the gameplay is similar to odyssey it feels more akin to that than the mario 3d world uh the the move set i think is is much more like odyssey than 3d world because in 3d world he can't do the, the triple jump or something like that i can't can't quite right. remember the ins and outs of it the the way it looks it's it feels more tangible like odyssey does like the the, the worlds feel a lot more realistic like i've said in 3d yeah. worlds you've got these levels i mean that, in that terms of gameplay specifically cakes. it it yeah. just it, it plays like like odyssey like a, a very so, very big level from mario odyssey and this is where i've got confused then because what i've assumed is that it's doing something different to odyssey in terms of the gameplay and the structure of the game that that people are going oh my god i thought super mario odyssey was the future of super mario games and actually this new bowser's fury is doing this thing and it's better than what we got in odyssey so and that's what's got me so excited it's like a level from mario odyssey but sort of expanded to the nth degree so mario odyssey for anyone that's not played it you get dumped into any one of the kingdoms and there'll be like sand pits yeah exactly and there'll be a, a, a number of moons to, to collect and in some of them you've there's only 30 some of them you get yeah. up to about sort of 100 this this one has got there's a hundred and they're called cat shines so it i think there's a bit of reference to mario sunshine there and it's not that you can collect them in any order they are the first area you can collect that says 20 for sake of argument and you could perhaps collect those in any order but then you have to fulfill a certain criteria in order to then unlock the next area where there might be a further 20 to collect and then unlock the next area where there's another 20 i mean i'm making these numbers up it's probably not quite as neat as 20 20 20 but it's roughly that it's 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 being gated off but there is a sense of exploration and the map is 
very sprawling. It's connected. It's a series of islands that I've obviously got C in the middle, and Plessy from Mario Three D World is your method you of maneuver, transportation right? to get okay. between them. But you do unlock the ability to warp around. So again, like Mario Odyssey, where you could warp to the back to the spaceship straight away, you can you then are able to hop around almost instantaneously, which makes it so much easier to explore. And these cat shines are hidden in the world in the same way that the moons in Odyssey are hidden in the world. Yeah, exactly. So some some are sat out in the open, some you have to complete challenges to do, and uh, some you have to maybe... Uh, there's there's like mini bosses, for example. Some are maybe hidden up and you go into the clouds, like in Mario games have often had things like that. Often you might go back to an area you'd previously completed and then a new challenge is mm. suddenly unlocked there. So it rewards that exploration element. Yeah. So, but so did Super Mario Odyssey. What I'm getting stuck on is how is this not an implementation of Super Mario Odyssey within the Super Mario World engine? Because what it sounds to me like is it's a very large scale Odyssey style level. Essentially, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So why are people acting like it's the second coming of Jesus <laughs> when Super Mario Odyssey set that template down? People are saying like it's Breath of the Wild Mario. I've seen that said. Mm, and I think I said that. I thought, did you? I oh, think so, right. yeah. Well, that's why it sounded like nonsense. Um, nice. I just wanted to lay into you. I feel like I haven't done it for a, for five, that's ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Pe- people are acting like Super Mario Odyssey didn't happen, basically, in in the way they talk about Bowser's Fury, because Bowser's Fury, when I've seen tidbits on, um, say, I watched the trailer, it, it looks like the same approach to the to gameplay and structure as, as appeared in Odyssey. So why are people talking about it like it's a completely new approach? It feels, I don't get it. It feels so much more open than Mario Odyssey. And Mario Odyssey Does was it, right? open, okay. but it just mm. feels the game world. You the play scale it in, of it? Yeah, the scale of it. That's probably it. Right. Okay. To... So is it kind of like if Mario Odyssey was just one big world, like every world in Mario Odyssey was thrown together on its own island and there were 800 moons spread across that whole, that entire space? To a certain extent, I mean, it's nowhere near as big as that would be, but it, it just yeah. feels so much more sprawling, that's perhaps the word, than any of the okay. levels did in Odyssey. Okay. So we're thinking scale. Scale might be the differentiator. And scale is another key part of the gameplay. So Bowser's Fury is you've got Bowser himself is this enormous like kaiju version of Bowser that um, Mm. you'll you'll be playing and suddenly it might start raining. And when it's raining, it means that Bowser's about to attack. And there's been articles about this as well. There's no rhyme or reason for when he attacks. Like there might be five minutes between attacks, there might be twenty minutes between attacks. You might be he might attack at one point when you're climbing up a tower. The next time he might attack while you're just sailing across the ocean on Plessy's back. Okay. And when he attacks, that's when so um he then appears as this enormous version of Bowser. He starts raining down these blocks he attacks with this fire breath that you can then hide from him uh, behind structures or whatever and there's these things that fall from the sky you can hide behind as well there are certain catch shines that can only be unlocked by trying to maneuver him into a position where he will then use that fire breath to smash open these blocks that will then unlock a catch shine Mm. so but that actually sounds terrifying yeah it, it is there are times when i've been playing it and bows and when the rain starts like it then you get nervous yeah no 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 not now not now don't attack now i'm trying to do this and it it is 
kind of scary because you can see the shell in the middle of the map and it will start spinning slowly and that's no, when I don't like it. that's when he's starting to get ready to attack and all you're doing is describing it and it's making me feel scared i don't like just the thought of playing it and watching that happen and the the and having to anticipate this moment of explosive mm. fury of rage i so don't like it the mm. way to counteract that is you unlock these cat bells which as do you spray them with your cat spray no although that would maybe oh. be an interesting dlc pack so this then gives mario the ability to wear the cat suit from mario 3d world but it's, and then he then increase in size to be the same size as bowser and the cat suit changes look as well it almost makes him like supersonic from sonic i think and then oh. you have these boss battles with him but where you're this enormous like i said kaiju version of mario and then the you platforms back in his box these platforms that you've been like for example there's a tower that you've been trying to climb but it takes you let's say a minute to climb up this normal size mario it sort of comes up to your shoulder because you're that big now oh. and and the, the, the way it then makes the world seem like a playground and you're this this enormous giant compared to it that that that's really fun as well. Another one of the things that I've seen bandied around is the navigability of the levels being part of the enjoyment as well. Mm. And again, I felt like in Super Mario Odyssey a lot of the time, like the the move set meant that you could traverse Mario uh, Mario Odyssey in ways that Mario has never yeah. moved before. And I've heard that said about this. So again, I, I've sort of seen it as more of a similarity than a than a differentiator mm. what would you say about that is it is that correct is it extremely fun to traverse yeah it's just, i often would just boost up and then i mean this isn't a long um extra we're talking about 15 hours or so is it uh, 15 hours at a push i i probably okay. between closer to 10 i would say but it depends on your okay. level of of familiarity with mario but i would often mm. to go to your question i would often just boost up and then just explore and and just see and move what, around, yeah, jump. and see what I found because often mm. I would then end up I'd get up on this structure that was really high up, for example, and then spot a, a shine, a catch shine over the distance. Think right, I'll move over to there, and then inevitably, on the way to find that, I would then find something else that would distract me, and etc. etc. Pro, I I mean nothing that you said. I I'm not trying to downplay the brilliance of it because mm. I've seen just uniform praise and and really really strong praise for bowser's fury and uh, it seems to be the standout element of of the package oh yeah uh, well i mean the the main game itself my 3d board is fantastic having this on top is just it's the icing on the cake yeah again i'm not trying to denigrate super mario world in saying in saying that but that is just the, seems to be the consensus that mm. that bowser's fury is uh, is just standout like well a couple, a couple more things i want to mention before we wrap up then it are the fact that it can also play two player so you've got bowser mm. jr teams up with you because he's yes uh, the, the, the and it's bowser jr as he appears in mario sunshine with the paintbrush yes yeah which is actually quite touching because he's in the intro he he's a bit worried about his dad and he he says to mario oh, i'll team up with you because i'm worried about my dad or what it's 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 quite sweet that's more storytelling than i've ever seen or heard <laughs> in any other mario game yeah, so. true interesting true. i did think at the end the ending is i found undermined that quite a lot because spoiler alert you defeat bowser at the end and the closing sequence bowser then tries to it, it turns to be like a slapstick cartoon bowser's on the beach and he's back to normal size bowser and he tries to sort of he runs from mario to try to get him and bowser jr pulls him back by his tail and mario stands there with his arms folded looking indifferent it's just it's a bit saturday morning cartoonish i didn't oh, that like sounds that sounds a little bit sonic 
Yeah, yeah. But like chewed, he's got attitude. Yeah, precisely. But we'll part that to one side. So mm. Bowser Jr. accompanies you in, in the game. You can set his AI to be on a, a sliding scale, depending on how much he'll help you. So I had it just at the standard. And as you're exploring, he might sort of hover over an area and point to it with his paintbrush. And then if you went over the end of a, a ground pound, some coins would appear or a, a cat shine or something. But you can, like I said, you can scale that down to have him not doing that at all. Or a second player can then control Bowser Jr. and do all different things with yeah. him. So he, so he sort of like Cappy. T- yeah, but but I but with more more moves input. Yeah, more mm. input. Cappy, so I think I, the second yeah. player was was on a bit of a. It was very yeah, interesting. Was, was service it? to a second player? Yeah, precisely. Yeah, Whereas I this agree. felt more like that. And I also like, and again, this is a cue from Odyssey. There is no live system, so. You collect coins, and if you die, as I did a few times when Bowser attacked, you, you just lose 50 coins, and that's that. Mm. If you go down, if you have 30 coins, for example, and he attacks, you just go down to zero, and that's that. You, you, you're back in. Yeah, no, normal. no, yeah. And I, I also like, I, like I also liked the power-up system as well. So you can, all the power-ups, so you've got your boomerang, fire flower, tanuki, cat suit. You can collect five five of each one, and you press if you're in an area and you've you've collected at least one of each one. You press up on the D pad and then select which of those suits you want to equip and and equip it. And then Bowser Junior throws the power to you, and you instantly equip it. And whatever you had then goes back into your inventory. So I got to a point towards the end of the game where I had a significant number of what five, five cat suits, five boomerang suits, five. Fireflowers and five tanuki suits so depending on whatever situation i was in i had those in stock and if i lost one of them i've then got a, a number in backup and i thought that was it was brilliant it, it just made it so easy and navigable the word you used earlier to get around this map mm. so i wonder as well whether that's part of the new approach that people are so uh, that, that people are clamoring for mm. and that people are lauding it for because i can see how that would be a really nice thing it also opens up gameplay possibilities or game design possibilities because instead of having say in mario galaxy you have a b suit level that's just going to be part of the world like there's yep. a certain area where the b suit would would serve you best but actually the game is leaving it up to you as to how mm. you navigate that and if you use the b suit then yes but if you use something else then so be it and uh good luck to you uh, and so Mario, there's an element of player choice that was never there before and mario 3d world has the same system where whatever suit you've got you swap it for the one you've got in backup and you can switch between mm. the two on the fly but it's just those two suits well, that- this has got all of the suits. So you might be climbing yeah. up a tower and switch to Tanuki suit. A bit further on, you might find someone that you need a fire suit to destroy, get the fire suit back on. And then, oh, there's something actually it's going to be easy for me to climb this using a cat suit, get the cat suit on, job done. So I've switched yeah. between three suits within the space of one or two minutes with complete ease. It certainly feels like a logical mm. expansion on what the series has done so far. Mario, Super Mario Brothers 3, you were able to collect power-ups and and equip them before levels yeah um and super mario world you had a similar approach to super mario 3d world whereby you you had a power-up at the top if you yeah. sorry you had a power-up if you collected it it sent it to the top and then you could um select hmm. uh to to take that power back up um if you wanted to so moving to this point where you where you can choose on the fly to switch up between all of the suits 
Uh, It seems like a logical end point or a logical next step, at least. The only negative of Bowser's Fury I found, which cropped up in a lot of reviews well, is when playing it in handheld mode, the frame rate goes quite it, it takes a yeah. significant hit especially when bowser okay. attacks as well it was it was quite shonky uh when right. that happened so is that limited to bowser's fury yeah Ma- uh, mario 3d world, 3D world a, is a sing- single problem playing that in handheld mode at all but bowser's fury you, you really feel the the switches yeah. working for it it's interesting given the rumors that are swirling around at the moment mm, absolutely about a new system yeah. especially with this being quite a slight experience if that's pushing the limit of the yeah. switch then feels like the new console is just around the corner yes yeah so there cool. we go. i'm so- really glad that you decided to talk to me about this I, I feel like i've got more of a handle on certainly bowser's fury which i am genuinely very excited to play and look forward to the delivery of tomorrow <laughs> Good. Yeah, if you're a Switch owner and haven't played this game or got this game yet, hopefully me waffling on about it for how long I've waffled on about it will convince you. But to sum it up, you should buy it because it's great. The end. Is that even for me if I own it on the Wii U? It depends on your level of enjoyment of Mario 3D World. I suppose if you've played it before, it's maybe not worth revisiting, but then maybe coming back to it after that amount of time between its first being released and now coming out to the Switch, you know, maybe it is. I wouldn't say it's worth buying it just for Bowser's Fury. 40 to 45 pounds for just for this Mm. a former me would have bought it and i'm trying to be a more sensible gamer i have like four versions of wind waker and they're all basically the same game but i own four versions and i'm happy to own four versions and that former me would already have bought this but i'm trying to think well i have it on the wii u and if i want to replay it i can replay it on the wii u but then i know that they've done things like they've sped the characters up and they can move a lot faster and it feels nippier and it feels like a refined version even of 3d of 3d world without the added bonus of of bowser's fury i i occasionally have little wobbles as you you probably unsurprised to hear yes where i think well maybe i'll get it but at the moment i'm holding strong yeah fair enough Mm. thank you for bringing it and i've enjoyed this chat i hope everybody that's been listening has also enjoyed it and if you haven't already played 3d world i would i would echo chris's recommendation you should play it post haste immediately as soon as you can um maybe you can borrow it off chris as soon as i'm finished with it i'll just i won't send it back to chris if you just give me your address on facebook youtube twitter or instagram i'll send it directly to you so and then you can send it to the next person the next person is like chain games i'm not happy with the idea of my game being sent around the world in that way it's chain games chris you haven't got a choice i mean saying something and making it rhyme doesn't make it okay i'll just say that is that a rhyme it's not a rhyme i wouldn't say that's a rhyme chain Chain games or it's a para rhyme if you want to be really yeah i mean i'd say at at best it's a half rhyme Mm. however you did mention joining us on facebook twitter instagram youtube that might be a good idea though but maybe not posting my game all around the world no i think that is a good idea i think we should stick with that join us join us join us like share subscribe all that guff that you can do on the social medias and all the platforms these days do it all for us do it for us and we'll see you again for another episode next week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.